Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday, May 18th. It's Jobs Day. And uh, hey, we closed up yesterday. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's just not forget that uh, we get busy and there's so many things in life that we have no control over. But you have control over your retirement portfolio. You may not think so, but you do. You can control how much risk you have in that portfolio. You need to know how much risk is there and you need to make sure that it lines up with the amount of risk you should have based on your age, your risk tolerance, and when you want to retire. Those are all things that we can help you with in our core retirement design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Light FM, Pat Benajar and Morning Dave here. We're at 839, 21 here before 9. And that makes it time to find out what's going on on Wall Street, what's going on with your money. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, as usual, is on the telephone from his office. Philip, good morning. How is life this for this Thursday? Hey, good morning, Dave. It's doing well today, um, especially after after yesterday's uh, rise in stock prices. Now, all the way until I got here to the office, the futures were all in green. Mm-hmm. But I'll say there's they, they've kind of gone to a mixed bag right now um, with a couple green, a couple red. So... Uh, We'll have to weather through that and see what happens. Yeah, I kind of wonder if it's revision in terms of outlook and pessimism about the Fed, because the lead in the morning from the government data dump service is that uh, weekly jobless claims, first thing we do every Thursday, normally we expect about 250,000 people looking for work uh, for the first time on a normally functioning market. They expected about 250 to 252. We actually went down by about 20,000 from last week. Now, we always say one week doesn't make a trend, but that tends to show that the employment market is staying relatively firm, even in the face of the Federal Reserve trying to beat it into submission. So uh, we may very well be getting a little bit nervous about the middle of June and interest rate decisions. Well, definitely, because, you know, we, we liked it going the, uh, well, I say we liked it. From an economic standpoint and a market standpoint, we liked it going the other direction um, because it gave us a sense of of the Fed really starting to lay off of even thinking about interest rate hikes. And so um, you know, with this going the other direction, well, now there's that sense of, well, how's the Fed going to read this and what happens next week? And nobody on earth knows what the Fed's going to do because they they, they send out so many conflicting signals during the rubber chicken season. Uh, yesterday turned into kind of a party. I suspect part of that optimism might have been, you know, the fact that uh, Biden and the Congress people actually said, well, we made some progress on the uh, debt ceiling, but Dow was up by 409 points, Standard & Poor's was up by 49, NASDAQ up by 158, and the Russell was a big winner of the bunch. It was up almost two and a quarter percent, up $39 yesterday. That was good, and uh, I I think it was unrestrained optimism partially over uh, Biden and McCarthy actually staying on speaking terms, but then again, after they bet the day before yesterday, all backed off yesterday and said, no, 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 those red lines still in place. I'm not going to do what you want me to do, and you're not going to do what I want you to do. So we're going to let our minions talk and still not accomplish anything. 
Well, it's interesting because now that you said that, one of the headlines I was looking at um, this morning said, debt ceiling is a buy the rumor, but sell the news event. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they were, they, were, they were buying the rumor yesterday, that's for sure. And I, I don't think either you or I would put a nickel bet on it not going the same way it always has. They're going to play chicken with each other right up until the last possible minute. And then we're going to break down and do something that basically is about midway between what the two parties want anyway. So why don't we just go ahead and do it now, get it over with. Exactly. That would be too easy, Dave. That would, you know, that would, that's not marksmanship. So they, they've got to take it to the brink and, and that way one, they'll, they'll both claim they won. Uh, yeah. Then, and that's the thing that it, you know, how it's going to end up. Biden and the Biden and the administration is not going to accept anything other than the clean debt ceiling rise. The Congress will not accept any debt ceiling hike without attached requirements to uh, do some spending cuts. So what they're going to end up doing is they're going to end up having two separate bills that are going to go through Congress parallel. They're going to be linked, but they're going to be separate bills doing a little bit of what the Republicans want and a little bit about what Biden wants. We're going to call them two separate bills so Biden can say he won and the Republicans can say they won. Anybody want to take my bet on that? Or a, or... Big shock. Anyway, we've got more important things than Dave's political read to talk about because they used to say, General Motors used to say, what's good for General Motors is good for America. I think that's Walmart right now, and it seems like what's good for Walmart is doing pretty good for their stock this morning, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, Walmart came out and uh, had a really good quarter. Um, I was looking at the numbers, and they, they actually beat by about 15 cents a share, came in at $1.47. Uh, revenue was above expectations, too, by... I don't know, about $4 billion. So um, they did uh, a lot better than expected. As a matter of fact, they said that um, if you look at the first quarter this year versus the first quarter last year, they had an almost 8% increase in sales. And so, uh, yeah, that's some good news for them. Uh, before we get much, going. I would say pretty much the picture that we've had, though, is the guidance tends to drive it. And the thing that really caught my eye was uh, they revised their guidance upward for the rest of the year, too. So, I mean, things are kind of coming up roses in discount land, aren't they? Yeah, they, they really did. They did. They did raise their full-year guidance. They also said that their um, grocery had stronger-than-expected um, increases, you know, so um, that was helping to offset the weaker sales in clothing and electronics. Well, whatever works at any given time. But, yeah, I mean, Walmart, there's some, there's something folks don't tend to think about. Walmart is the nation's biggest grocery store, not just a discount emporium. So when they say their grocery department is growing, that, that's, that's got to make a few teeth chatter in the big grocery chains. Absolutely. So they're trading up uh, by a little over 1.6% this morning. We'll take that happily. Other good news from the uh, marketplace. A whole bunch of household names I know are due to report today. I don't know whether it's before the bell or not. We've got a couple here that have done well. Bed Bath, I mean, uh, Bath and Body Works. Um, the retailer, they, uh, they came out and really had a good quarter, posted stronger than expected earnings and revenue. And uh, they, again, like Walmart, they raised their full-year guidance, and they're trading up 13% this morning. Woo! Yeah. 
This, now let's this, contrast that. You, you have no bad news to say this morning. I do. Huh? I do. I'm going to oh. contrast that with this one. Uh, <laughs> the, the boot barn. Uh, Western wear, not, not quite living up to everything else that's going on right now. Uh, they, uh, they reported their third quarter revenue and their guidance, and all of that fell short of what uh, the expectation was. They're down 10.5% this morning. Ouch. Yeah. I, I don't know what position the boot barn is in the market, high, middle, or low line, but uh, that doesn't sound like something that the discount stores would be creaming them on. No, but well, I think they got boots from, you know, the, the cheapos to the to the well, well expensive ones. So uh, they, they cover all all areas there. We um, we also had Take Two Interactive, a software report in the video gaming company, and mm-hmm. uh, and they posted better than expected uh, revenue uh, for this last. Uh, it was actually their fourth quarter, um, and uh, they gave a weaker than expected outlook um, for what's going on in the economy. But they're still getting a huge bump today, Dave, uh, up almost twelve and a half percent. That's intriguing when you even, even, even don't have even don't have good news and go up. Yeah, so that was that was fun. the last one I have for you is Alibaba, the Chinese e-commerce company, um, and they posted mixed results. Revenue was short of expectations, with earnings above expectations, and they're trading up about one percent this morning. And that does sound a little bit in line with what we were reading about Chinese economic activity. It kind of missed expectations earlier this week, if memory serves. Yeah, it did. You're, you're right. And, and a lot of that was in the retail sales sector. Yeah, well, there's two plus two still equal four, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Re- resetting the table, things were up considerably yesterday. As a matter of fact, I'd call 409 points of the Dow a doggone good day. Uh, 45 minutes before we open, how are we looking this morning, sir? You no, know, we're going to give back. We're going to give back some. We're going to take some. Uh, it's pretty flat right now, actually. The Dow is down like $65, about two-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is actually flat right now, and the NASDAQ 100 is up less than a tenth of a percent, like less than $10. So, uh, so everything's kind of a mixed bag this morning. Even on the other side of the coin, we got silver down eight-tenths and gold down uh, a little over six-tenths. And then uh, crude oil is helping out, too. It's down a half a percent, but it's still way above where it was yesterday, Dave. I mean, it made a big jump yesterday, up $72.52 a barrel. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said down, and I knew it was running in the mid-72 range, was said, whoa, that's about a buck a barrel up from where it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but down from the close. Absolutely. We'll take it happily. Uh, overseas markets, Asian rim markets tended to follow our good fortunes yesterday. The uh, Japanese markets were up for 1.6%, and the Asian rim markets in uh, China and, uh, and Australia all up in the half to a full percent range as well. Europe is a little bit more tentative after looking at our futures this morning. They're up for the most part, but still just fractionally. Planning a retirement ahead of time is always the way to do it. Winging it doesn't work when it's your future at stake. How do I get a hold of you to avoid winging my retirement, Philip? Yeah, you definitely don't want to wing it. You know, Dave, there's a lot of things in this world that, you know, we cannot control, but folks can control the amount of risk they have in their portfolio. They just need to know what it is and how it lines up with their goals. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. 
And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back again here tomorrow morning on Light. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. You too. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Remember. And folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hey, remember. The risk you have in your portfolio is controllable as long as you know what it is, how much it is, and how it lines up with where it needs to be to meet your goals. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 for your core retirement design. Then join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day.